Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Grounded with Brandon and Craig. My name is Brandon, fresh off the beach, and you are? I'm Craig. Hey, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Good <laughs> welcome, to be back. Welcome back. And um, I just want to uh, I just want to ask you as we get into this, so just to prepare everybody, um, when's your next vacation? Because I know you've already got that mapped out. Like, is it another week from now? Are you going to be gone another couple weeks? What, when is this? I mean, if I could, you'd be back. Right? I'd go tomorrow. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a payback for that too. Bro, exactly, so. <laughs> exactly. I, I have nothing planned. Okay, as of this moment. As of this moment, you'd be like, <laughs> I just live I in the take moment. A vacation, yeah, right. I live yeah, in the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know. So welcome back. Glad you. Uh, I know you had a had had a great week and um, really good. You week. were in the sand and the surf and mm-hmm. the turf and were you eating lobster and we didn't do we, there. We did not eat any seafood. Really? Yeah. But you were down in Naples, Florida in July. How was that? Humid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christian and I ran our 5K on the 4th of July. That's what I saw. Um, yeah. 7 a.m. is when that took off. Was, they got started a little later, but it was like 91% humidity. Ugh. Yeah, it was awesome. Ugh. But very proud of him. He did great. We trained quite a bit leading up to it, um, and we broke the 30-minute mark, which um, I wasn't sure that he was going to be able to do, but... He pushed through and and just had he had a really good race. I was proud. Oh, of good him. for him. Really good proud him. of him. So it was good. So um, you were gone for what twelve, Ten. eighteen days, something like that. Felt like it. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> it was like nine, ten. I mean, four of those were driving. We left at uh, eight o'clock on Wednesday night of last week, so a week and a half ago. And uh, left at eight p.m. A little before eight p.m. No, we pulled out of the driveway right at eight. And uh, Hit the road and drove straight through. Drove through the night. You're like Willie Nelson. On, on the, the road, road again. again. That's right. And uh, everybody slept. Um, Allie did make it past Marysville before oh, she went to her. sleep. Look at her. We left a little earlier. Initially, we were planning on leaving at like 10 or 11. So we, we decided just to leave. We were up and ready and had taken the dog to the kennel. And so we said, you know what? We're packed. Let's go. And uh, so she actually made it to like West Virginia before she fell asleep. Wow. Right? Um, but no, it was a good trip. And... Uh, Traffic was actually really nice driving through good. the middle of the night. Good, Just good. me and the tractor trailers cruising on. So. Yeah, right. And um, on your way back, you got uh, stopped in some rain and traffic. And- yeah, we ran into rain both days. We did stop. Um, we did not drive straight through on the way back. We came um, almost to the North Carolina line, uh, Fort Mill, South Carolina, and stayed there overnight. And like we finally got there because we got stuck in rain and everything. And um, just some different, you know, standstill traffic. People not right. know, people don't know how to drive, but you know how, you know how that goes. They yeah, nobody can drive, drive as good as here. you, me or you, right? It, me and, and you. Right, yeah, We're right, the only right. ones in the yeah, world that only know how, to, how drive. to drive, right? Yeah, but, um, but no, it was good. It was a good trip and, uh, the weather was good. Had rain a couple of days. Allie and I went on a, a jet ski dolphin tour. We actually did that on our honeymoon. 15 years ago as well. And so we were like, hey, let's relive our honeymoon. And so we went on a two-hour jet ski dolphin tour. Wow. And, and it was uh, it was a good time. So okay. An 800-pound jet ski nice. in the in the Gulf of Mexico mm-hmm. with a storm blowing in from off-sea, offshore, off-sea, offshore. Uh, you were like Captain Jack Sparrow out there. I felt like it. Yeah, that right? thing rocked. Like I, I'm still <laughs> sore from that. Because we had that, like, our, our guide with us, well, like, oh my. we were trying to get out of the storm because there was a storm coming in from offshore. And uh, we had it cranked open. We turned around at one point, and then, like, everybody else in our group was, like, a half a mile behind us. So we had to stop and wait on them. Like, I was in I was in the guide's hip pocket. We had that thing, oh like, wide open. We were going, like, 45, 50 out in the Gulf of Mexico. And, uh, like, 
we had some people who I don't think were quite as comfortable <laughs> on jet skis. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad fun, you guys though. had a good time though. And yeah, it was uh, good. Spend some time with your family, get out on the water, uh, yeah. probably ate some good food. We and, did. Um, did. Yeah. We got to go fishing. Christian mm-hmm. and I, I saw and, your pictures. And, and Tom and, and Allie went fishing one day and Christian and I, Caught quite a few fish, and so that was fun. That's really good. Yeah, it was That's a good really time. Awesome. Saw some gators. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. There's there this one huge gator in front of the boat, and uh, he was swimming. Thing was cruising. Oh yeah, I mean, they, those. It was like a 10, 12 yeah. foot gator, and he was like swimming so fast. I didn't know they could swim that fast. You should have jumped on his back and took a, taken a ride. I could have. <laughs> he would have flipped you <laughs> <Right>? over. <laughs> yeah, it may not have ended too well. But no, so you're it was good. glad to be back, or you uh, wish you were still gone. I am glad to be back. It's uh-huh. always good to be home. You know, sleep in your own bed. Uh huh. It was good to see my dog. Missed my dog. I know one thing. Your yard is tall. I went by the other day and I looked at it and I was like, boom, his yeah. yard is tall. Well, we got VBS all week in the evening. So I got to figure out when I'm, I got to get home and mow that thing in right? the next day or two. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. VBS this week. So it's busy. Going to be a busy week. Busy week. Busy, busy week here at uh, RCC. So, um, we have, um, you know, you were gone and uh, we had some Scott and Jocelyn, um, stand in for you. Mm-hmm. They did, they did an awesome job. So thanks yep. to them. And, you know, if they listen to this or not, I don't know. Yeah, I don't but, know. Um, yep, they did, thanks to them. They thanks to Linda. Um, and then everybody else, obviously Allison mm-hmm. is doing what she does all the time, but had Todd on the, uh, soundboard and then Clint on the soundboard yep. and, um, everybody seemed to do, uh, do very well. So, um, yep. you know, um, that's, that's good. Um, that's good compliments. To, we had a little, we had a little live stream glitch last Sunday. The yeah, first we did Sunday. it. Something shut it down. I figured it was something with, um, I don't know. Yeah, we don't, we're not sure what happened, know. but you know that those things happen, and that's why we've talked about how the live stream is a tool. If you're mm-hmm. not able to be here, right? You know, like for us, I was sitting by the pool with a speaker, and we were listening to the to the sermon. I know you feel so bad for me. I do. I want to punch you. What I want to <laughs> <laughs> it was humid. You wouldn't have liked it. No, I wouldn't have. You're right. I wouldn't have liked it, but. um but hey, thanks for tuning in. Right, exactly. It's always weird watching it. Was good. It. it was weird watching it. Isn't it weird watching it though? I mean, you're like, it's weird because you're like, you're watching it and you're like, well, this is actually going on. Right. But yet, here I am. Here I am. Sitting at the 1200 pool, miles away. Yeah, like a bum. And, <laughs> um, so it's like, I do that when I'm like camping or if I'm in the mountains or something. I'm like, here, here I am watching this, but they're all having church, but right, right here I'm watching this. <laughs> it was funny because I, I text Leah, Leah and Kinley were in the stream room here. And so I text Lee. I'm like, hey, can you do this? Like, turn the keys up a little bit. Hey, can yeah. you turn this person down? Okay, perfect. You know, I was I was tweaking the sound yeah, from yeah, 1,200 yeah. miles away. Mm-hmm. And then it kicked out. And I'm like, hey, did something happen to the live stream? They were like, yeah, Corey's trying to fix it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he told, he came up to me that day and he went, I think we lost a little bit of your message. I'm Just like, the first part of it. Okay, yeah. that's, that's fine. Yeah. That's, the first part's fine. Just the, the announcements. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's a lot I don't, I did not enjoy doing the announcements. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm glad, I'm glad, <laughs> glad to, I'm back. <laughs> flop that back over to you, bro. I'm so, ready for that. I don't really enjoy doing the announcements either. It's just, I kind of like to do my own thing when I get up there, kind of like, like the warm up, you know? Right. And that was not a good warm up for me. So when you're, it wasn't a good pre ramble. No, not at all. So, but, um, okay, but we, at least we got them out. So. That's right. <laughs> So, um, we got VBS this week. Uh, we've got a busy week. Um, we're in the two weeks, uh, getting three weeks going into our grab bag sermon series. Yeah. Um, Sue Federer came up to me yesterday. She says, okay, I'm really enjoying this garbage bag sermon series, right? trash bag. I can't remember how she worded it. I thought, oh, grab awesome. bag. Yeah, yeah trash awesome. bag. Thank you. 
Um, but, um, no, it was, um, it's been good. Um, I've, um, you know, only torqued off a few people. So I've only got a few nasty notes. Right. Uns- unsigned. Come on. Come on, sign your name. Sign if you're your name. Send a nasty note. Sign your name. You don't read them if they're not signed, do you? No, not yeah. at all. So, but I, um, but this week uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about prayer because I think prayer is important, and mm-hmm. I think sometimes we get um, kind of a miss. We, we get in our mind what prayer is, but we kind of misconceive what prayer is all right. about. And I'm right. not landing on the Lord's Prayer. I'm referring to it. And as you well know, a few years ago, was it 20? Mm-hmm. We went through... Pray like Jesus. Yeah. And I've actually thought about doing doing somewhat like something like that again, because that is we have so many new people. Right. And so many people who've come in who've not been to church. What how to pray because right. a lot of times people think that the Lord's prayer is a prayer. I mean, I've had people ask me here, why don't we repeat the Lord's prayer? Right. Well, it's not bad to repeat the Lord's prayer, but Jesus didn't give you the Lord's prayer to, to repeat, repeat it to like a drone. Right. He repeat, he, he gave you the Lord's prayer to teach you how As to pray. An, it was an example. Yeah. And so, and he breaks it down and it's a great breakdown. Yes. I mean, it, it is, is a f- fabulous breakdown. So, um, it, kind of that in a nutshell. Cool. And I think it's really good because, um, Prayer is um, uh, what, what do you call it? it? It it's your lifeline. It is. I um, once heard somebody used to say quite a bit, quite often. Prayer is the most important thing you'll ever do. I don't wonder who that was. I wonder. <laughs> I think that was you. And, and I think it is the most important thing yeah. you'll ever do. I mean, I think it's more important than your giving. I think it's mm-hmm. more important than your serving. I think. I think if you're not talking to God, why do you do the other things? Right, right, and if you're only talking to God, like at a on a on a, on a request or nine one one, or yeah, yeah. I'm going to pray before we eat. You know, um, what's what's some of those old prayers that you used to just repeat all the time? Um, God is great. God is yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, Let yeah, us yeah. thank Him for our food. By His hands we are fed. Give us, Lord, our daily bread. Amen. <laughs> How do I remember that? I don't know. <laughs> oh man, speaking you need of, to go back speaking on vacation. Of Bible, <laughs> speaking of Bible school, I think I learned that in Bible right. school. <laughs> So yeah, that's, that's this coming Sunday and, um, we're going to, um, after the 23rd, I was telling, I think I was telling you earlier, um, we're going to, the sermon title is going to be called What Jesus Do You Follow? And, um, people are like, what? But what Jesus do you follow? And uh, because there's a lot of people following a lot of different things and they're morphing it into the, I would say there are a lot of people who are trying to, yes. And they're not following the God of the Bible. They're following their thoughts right. of the God They've of the They've created Bible. a new Jesus. Exactly. A new God. And so that's what we're talking. What Jesus do you follow? And so, um, and then, um, I was telling, um, somebody, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Um, man, we got the fair service coming up. Yes, September, September the 3rd. 3rd. Uh, we're Christian's gonna... excited. That's his birthday. Really? He's like, we get to do the fair service on my birthday. How about it? That's great. Um, so that's crazy because we're like, we're, that's getting down to it. I mean, we're yep. we're what seven weeks away, eight weeks away, something like mm. that. So yeah. Ooh, that's... And then guess what happens after the fair service? I run my half marathon in Amish country. It's beginning to look a lot like right. Christmas. I'm it's telling right, you, it's right around the corner. I don't even know what happens in the fall here anymore. Right, it just disappears. <laughs> it just goes. So. so what else is going on? Oh, I knew what's going on. Oh, I saw today your. Atlanta Braves are at 60 wins. Yes. 60 and 29. That's quite a good record. Yeah, they've got a good record there. That's, what is that? That's, uh, 20, 30, 40, they, 50. That's 31 games over 500. And they did just lose 
to Tampa yesterday. They had a three-game series. But there's still 60 wins. Right. And they are, they're setting pretty in the East. Yeah. And the Reds are, are they still, they're still leading? Uh, I think they're, I don't know if they're 10 games or nine games over 500, but. Um, Let's anyway. see here. Standings. This is for all you baseball fans out there who are wanting and dying to know what's going on in the world of Major League Baseball. So the Braves, they they had a series there a few days ago with Miami um, and I think swept them. The Braves are eight and a half games over Miami in the East, 12 games over the Phillies, 18 and a half over the Mets, and 24 and a half over the Nationals. Wow. The Reds are one game up on the Brewers in the Central. I think the Reds lost to the Brewers yesterday. Yeah. Seven up on the Cubs. It's, they lost to the Brewers, but Ellie De La Cruz stole second, third, and home in the same inning. So that's all they're talking about. It's like they don't care if they win or lose. What is Ellie De La Cruz doing? Like, come on. Is he a team player or not? So, okay, I, I, it's on YouTube. I, I, I don't I'll have to find it, but there's a, uh, an interview with Joe Morgan on there. It was when, um, he, um, I think it was like 77 or 78. And, um, they were talking to him about, um, he stole, Four bases or f- maybe five in the same game, but the Reds lost. The Reds lost like eight to six, mm-hmm. and um, he literally said, "Why are you talking about this?" He said, "We lost." He said, "Let's talk about what we can do to get this better." Because he said, "We're three games back of the Dodgers. I could steal ten bases a game if we're going to lose. Who cares?" Yep. He said, "I didn't get driven home, and I need to go home." Because he said, "I'll steal the bases if I get on, but you got to drive me home." And exactly. they weren't driving me in, so he said, "Let's talk about that." And so, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it, you know, it's kind of the same yeah. thing, you know, it's yeah. like, it's a hype. You know, yeah. It's he, a hype and thing. he's dynamic. He's fun to watch, but are yeah. you winning the games? That's like on the way home, we were listening to Braves games and, uh, Jordan's in the back and she's like, what's Junior doing? Did Junior hit a home run? Ronald Griffey. That's what she calls Ronald Acuna Jr. She just calls him Junior. I know it's right. It's like Griffey. But anyways, I'm like, babe, no, he didn't. Sean Murphy did, but who cares? They won. Like, that there's big, no I in team. Who's that big home run hitter you guys have? Olsen or Matt something? Olsen. Yeah. He's Matt Olsen. 30 or something. Matt Olsen's having a great year. Ozzy Albee's had a great, he's had a great month and a half. I, I, I don't, I, what, what's he got? Like 30? Almost Matt, 30? I think so. Close to 30? I mean, I was like, last time I saw it was like 20 something, 25 or 28. Yeah. I was like, whoa. I didn't realize. I was just looking. I did not realize the Braves had, um, they've got the best record in baseball. I didn't. No, yeah, no one else had sixty wins. I thought I said that, but maybe I forgot. No, you said they had sixty wins. I yeah. just didn't realize. I thought that. they were the first team to sixty, right? Yeah. Yes, they were. I think he's. I think he went back on vacation. I, I did. He's looking for his Atlanta Braves on his phone right now. He's I like am. searching. No, I was looking at Olson to see how many home runs he had. He's got twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty somewhere close to there. So, yeah. so there you guys go, all you f- baseball fans, you're caught up there in the is. world of Atlanta and Cincinnati. <laughs> there it is. Because you know, no nothing I, I, else matters. Yeah, I don't mind the Brewers. I like the Brewers. Uh, we lived in uh, Milwaukee. Uh, we lived in Wisconsin for a while, so we became Brewer fans. I really do like the Brewers, yeah. and I've always liked them. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I I do like the Brewers. So, there you go. And. You should like them too because Atlanta was in they Milwaukee. They were in Milwaukee, and they kept yep. yeah. So that's Milwaukee Braves, and so yeah, a lot of a lot of when I lived in, um, I wasn't around when they were in Milwaukee. But. Well, true, and um, when we lived in Wisconsin, there were some really um, fired up older dudes mm-hmm. that, that I knew because we're talking almost thirty years ago um, when 
they were fired up. They did not like Joe Torre because Joe Torre was the catcher for the Braves, yep. and he was a big one to get him out of there. Bud Seelig was a big one mm-hmm. to get him out of there. Um, who else? There was somebody else that was really big, and um, Joe Torre was managing the Yankees at the time, and they had just won the World Series. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad about Joe Torre. And he was like, I'm not. One of the guys was, he was one of the elders. He was like, I'm like, I have, I can't, I haven't been able to stand him for 30 years when he pulled my team out of <laughs> Milwaukee. I was like, don't you think it's about time to turn the page on that? I was like, come on. Sounds like some old time church members. Exactly. That's exactly what he sounds like. <laughs> yeah, he was actually. <laughs> right. Exactly. Just with baseball too. Exactly. Yeah, the best of both worlds. <laughs> oh my goodness. So what else? That's it, man. Just. No. VBS this week. I'm all tan. I'm relaxed. Are you? I'm chill. That's why you're going to the chiropractor. I, I need to. That is the reason I'm going to the chiropractor. Dude, I don't know why ski. you go pay the money. I can do it for you. Sure you could. I could just get you to walk on my back. Uh, I could do more than that. I'm sure. I could twist you like a pretzel and I could unfold you and straighten you back out. I'm sure you could. And you would never know what hit you. I probably wouldn't. I'd feel like I got hit <laughs> by a Mack truck probably. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I'm going to need a haircut. I think you commented earlier. You're like, you go put your hair up in a bun. Yeah. He, he, he's actually wearing it in a bun today. It's that long. It feels like it. <laughs> yeah, where do you get your haircut? Um, Brad's Barbershop. It's a pretty good place, isn't it? It is a very good place. Pretty cheap, too. It, it is very cheap. Like, very cheap. Yeah. I need to get you a Tim Hortons gift card again. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm drinking coffee I brought from home. So we didn't even do coffee today. There's so much going on in this building. I didn't yeah. even want to go down to the kitchen and make coffee. Because usually I'm drinking, is it Tactisquatch? Tactisquatch? That's what I'm drinking. Okay. Right now. And so, um, but yeah, I, I would have, um, I was going to, I thought about making coffee and then everything, then we had somebody come in and yeah. was talking to you and me and before we came in here and then you were getting set up and there's just all kinds of stuff going on. And we got set down here. We started going. I looked over and he didn't have coffee and I'm like, I'm, I have no coffee left. I'm I think like, this is the first time I've not been drinking coffee during an episode. Ungrounded. So if this is an awful episode, you can, everybody can blame me. Blame the coffee and blame Brandon. <laughs> blame me. Yeah. <laughs> I did have a, I had, I had to go pick my mother-in-law up from the airport this morning. Okay. So I drove down to Columbus and, uh, I did stop about what seven fifteen, seven twenty, and pick me up a large coffee from Tim Hortons. Did you? And one of their breakfast snack wrappers. Have you had those things? I love the sausage. I see. I get the wrap. Yeah, it's I, the same thing. I get the cheese and egg wrap. Yeah. Is all I get in. Okay, it. I love it. I had sausage and egg and cheese in mine, but I mine was a good. snack wrapper. It's just the small one. Oh, see, mine's the mine's the bigger one. I like the big one too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're, they're really good. And, um, oh, last night, um, before we get into everything, everybody's like, what are these guys talking about today? Blame the coffee. This is why you guys are tuning in. I know you are. Right. So, right? so last night, Anita and I, uh, went to take a, like a walk. We mm-hmm. went on a hike and, um, Tim Hortons shuts down at eight o'clock in the evening and we got done right about six thirty. So I was like, Hey, let's run by Tim Hortons and we got the mocha cold brew. Yeah. You know what? That's a good drink. I bet it that is. is a really good drink. Is that that's not the your guy's brew, is it? Beebs? No, yeah. that's a um that is a French vanilla cold brew. Is the Beebs okay. brew. Have you had one recently? I haven't. I don't drink. I'll tell you what, I'll buy your next 
vanilla cold brew, if you actually, if you're, if I'm in the car with you and you order, Hey, I'd like to have a Beebs brew. I want to see what they say. I hope, I hope Pam's there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> do you remember that time? I you, you, you wouldn't say it. <laughs> I would say it. Hey, what's that new, uh, cold brew you have? Oh yeah. It's just a French vanilla cold brew. You're like, yeah, but isn't it? Um, what's that called? What's that called? <laughs> you, you mean the Beebs brew? You're like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a French vanilla cold brew. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'll have one of those. <clears throat> oh goodness. So once we get through, uh, once we get through vacation Bible school, mm-hmm. um, we're pretty much, uh, everybody's going to let their hair down a little bit, aren't they? Do we ever let our hair well, down? Not really. I mean, do it's we? always, you know, it's, it's there's like, always something, right? Like they said Sunday's coming. You know, that's true. It's like it never stops. It never stops. It's constantly working on messages yeah. and preparing and Sundays and uh, it just never stops, does it? Nope. But that's a good thing, though. It is a good thing. It, yep. it keeps you young and spry. I mean, I didn't know what to do the last two Sundays. I don't. Yeah. There's about 12, 18. Is it like 19 Sundays out of the year where you are gone, where you're on vacation, so the rest of us gotta ha- stay back and haggle through it. Right. But How many Sundays have you missed this year? Not many. How many Sundays? Not as many as you. Bowl. Okay, I missed, um, I missed, uh, Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. I missed one day in March. Mm-hmm. That's it. I've missed these past two Sundays and that's been it. I missed two. I've missed two. When's your next one you're missing? I'm gonna exactly. miss three in August, so. What? Yeah. I decided that while you were gone, I'm like, if you can do two, I can do three. Right? Man. <laughs> he, he looked at me like, whoa. Wow. <laughs> Hope you got somebody lined up to preach. You. Besides me. He's going to be, what, what, uh, what, <laughs> what is going to do is he's going to have like the symbols between his legs and the kazoo around his neck and he's the guitar and. <laughs> right? Get the symbols between yeah, my legs right. and. So moving right along. Now I'll, I'll probably be gone a Sunday or two, but I don't know when that. I'll, I'll let you okay. know that later on. So okay. but we we'll work it all out. A Sunday or two in August. Yeah. Wow. At least one Sunday. Wow. See, originally I was going to be gone two Sundays in Jan- July, July. Same time you were gone because I was going to go to Tennessee. But I just, uh, you know, there's so many stuff going on, and I figured one of us needed to be here. And it had been good for us not to have been here. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Job Maybe. security. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Maybe, yeah. or they might have told us not to come back. And that's fine, too. I just stay in the mountains. Right. So. <laughs> I just drive up to you on the way back. Exactly. But, like, we're staying we're, with we're you. We're here. Christian's like, where's the burgers? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> where's the wings? <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyway, it's good to have you back. Good to, it's good to be good back. Good to talk to you. And we've been all over the place because we haven't really, we really haven't talked much this morning. We, we talked a few minutes mm-hmm. and then we had somebody come in for, and I was getting all this and, stuff set up. And then I and, came in here, so we really haven't talked much with each other. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, it's good to have you back. And thanks, good to be back. Good looking, to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. Looking forward to Sunday and mm-hmm. and getting this week will be short for you. Aren't you Daniel? I'm Daniel. Wow. So I've got some. Yeah. Every, That's going to be every nice. evening. Corey and Corey's my assistant. He's Asphanaz, Ashfanaz, however you say that. Okay. Um, and so can you say that again? Ashfanaz. Okay. <laughs> Ashfanaz has pizzazz. That's what he says tonight. That's really? what he tells everybody. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure it'll be good. It's it's gonna be good. Yeah. I won't be here tonight, but I'll be pray for you. Thanks. You have to come. You have to come some night and check us out. I will. I'll be here tomorrow night. Okay. So for sure. 
You can be Daniel tomorrow night if you want. That's not going to happen. Be like, hey, I just got older and better looking. Well, that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yesterday, uh, we can just, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this today because I know that you, we, it's a busy day and I yeah. know you got things to go to and it's always rough getting I gotta back learn my, my lines for yeah, tonight. Exactly. Yet. So, uh, but we, um, we talked about yesterday God's wrath mm-hmm. and I put a question mark on that. Because I think sometimes people, um, kind of view God's wrath in a way that is not right. Um, because, um, we kind of look at God's wrath, um, as he's lost it. God's God lost is, his cool. He's lost his temper. He's out of control. So yeah. you hear that word and that's what you think of. Right. And, right. Um, I like what J.I. Packard said. He said, wrath is an old English word defined as a deep, intense anger or indignation. Mm. And that would be true because God has an anger and against the sin of this world. Right. And, um, and, um, I'll, I'm going to kick back just for one minute and read one verse, uh, prior to that. It's Romans 1 verses 18 and 19. It says, God shows his anger, which is his wrath from the heaven against all sinful, wicked people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Now mm. you have to, and I didn't break this verse down, but you realize we could spend a whole message on this one right here. Right. Who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Right. That's the world. That's what they're trying mm-hmm. to do to the word of God. That's what some Christians try to do. Exactly. They try to suppress the truth of God to go along with something else. So God's not happy with that. Um, they know the truth about God because he's made it obvious to them. Mm-hmm. And I think some Christians today, and I'm just solely talking to Christians right now, who follow with the world's pattern, or you get teed off because of something we say here at church, right. and it goes against the narrative of the world, or I say something against Joe Biden or Donald Trump, and you lose it, you know what, shame on you. Right. Again, we're not on the same side, so understand, yeah. you we're always going to be at odds. Right. Cause, um, well, and that's that's what people, that, that's been my biggest frustration over the past couple of years of, you know, and I've had conversations with people who are like, well, you know, Craig's political or he's talking too much politics. No, actually, you're not. You're trying to help people realize that the narrative of the world, and I love that phrase that you use, the narrative of the world is going against what God says is true, what God says is right, what God says is holy. And so it's not political. It's biblical. Right. Like if you break it down, it's biblical and it's we have a sin problem. Big huge. And, and, and I love that that quote that you gave by John Piper. He says, and this is one of those John Piper quotes that you can actually understand without having to think too much about it. So simple. He said, God has zero tolerance for sin. And that's evident in the death and crucifixion of his son, Jesus Christ. God knew that we couldn't restore ourselves to him. Right. Right. And so God, you know, John Piper here saying, you know, God has a zero has zero tolerance for sin. That's why he sent Jesus to save us from our sins. Exactly. He made a way. Exactly. But. You know, it's like, you know, he came halfway. We have to go the other half. <laughs> exactly. We have to make a commitment. We have to make, you know, we have to repent. We have to accept that, you know, salvation that is offered right. only through Jesus. Right. And that's the other problem with, with our world today, the world. They're, they're telling you, well, there's more than one way to get to heaven. You can get to heaven through this or that mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. or, you know, as long as you're a good person, as long as you're not mean, as long, no, the Bible is very clear. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the only way. Right. And he says that. I'm, you know, no one can get to the Father except through me. 
Exactly. And I think sometimes we look at the world, we look at the culture, we look at the government, and we think, oh, they're getting away with everything. They just get away with everything. They're, they're just, they're terrible. They just, they're getting away. They're not. They're not. They're not, they're not getting away with, with anything because, um, God, they're going to have to stand before God mm-hmm. and they're going to have to answer for God. Everybody. Yep. You and yep. me included. We're all going to have to answer for God. They're going to have to answer for every word, every act, every deed, everything that they've ever done. And here's something that I brought up yesterday and had wanted people to think about it. And I put it actually on a slide so they could see it mm-hmm. is that if God didn't judge sin, then God would be lying. Right. Because God, the whole thing's a sham. Exactly. Why did Jesus Christ come to the cross? That would, mm-hmm. that would be, that would be a hoax, wouldn't it? Right. I mean, God's word pointing everything to Jesus, pointing everything about what it does would be absolutely a fairy tale. So what, if he, if he doesn't judge sin, then what in the world are we doing here? Right. Right. You just can't like just, oh, you know, God's going to be fine with this or, or whatever. No, that's your version of God. Yeah. That's your version of Jesus. That's yeah. your version of or what everyone's, everyone's going to go to heaven. Right. You know, the truth is, and you talked about that yesterday. It was on down later, but you know, there is a hell. Exactly. And, and everything that I read in the Bible, it's not going to be good. Like, you know, not only do I want to make sure that I go to heaven and my family goes to heaven, but I want to make sure that everybody else goes to, too. Right. Exactly. Cause it's not going to be good. No. I mean, yeah, Romans 2, 5, because you are stubborn and refuse to turn from your sin, you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself. For a day of anger is coming when God's righteous, and that's a huge word, not out of control judgment, but righteous judgment will be revealed. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing that everybody needs to understand. You're going to be judged by what you've done. Right. You're going to be judged by what you've done. And, and you really need to think, and I had everybody, I, like, I want you to think about this. You're going to be judged for every word you speak and everything that you do. Everything you type, everything yep. you engage in, um, everything that you've done in secret is going to be exposed. This is huge. This is absolutely huge. It's terrible. Right. I mean, when you start to think about it. Exactly. And the rest of that, there's the rest of that passage is, you know, goes right along with that. The funny story here. So I've got my tattooed on the back of my left arm, Philippians 2, 5 through 11. Okay. Uh, when Clint Matlack first started attending here, he didn't know me well at all. And we were actually out. Um, he was helping out with soccer evaluations, I think. And I had a shirt on that must have kind of covered the back of my arm for the most part. Yeah. And all he could see was ANS 2, 5 through 11. And so his mind went to Romans 2, 5 through 11. He thought that was the verse that was referenced on the back of my my arm. And so he, he went and he read it, which is, you know, started in verse 5, but because you were stubborn and refused to turn from your sins – you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself for a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. And then he continues to read, you know, 6 through 11. He will judge everyone according to what they've done, which is what you were just talking right. about. He will give eternal life to those who keep on doing good, seeking after the glory and honor and immortality that God offers. But he will pour out his anger and wrath on those who live for themselves. And that's what we're seeing today. Right. We're seeing the world living for themselves. It's all about me and what I want and what makes me right. feel good who refuse to obey the truth and instead live lives of wickedness. There will be trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on doing what is evil for the Jew first and also for the Gentile, but there will be glory and honor and peace. And here, here's the, the hope in that from God for all who do good for the Jew first and also for the Gentile, for God does not show favoritism. Hmm. But Clint read that and he was like, wow, that verse is brutal. And then he lifted <laughs> up my, my, my shirt on my arm. And he goes, 
Philippians. It's like, yeah, <laughs> completely opposite of what, what those verses say. That's but, funny. But That's I love the rest funny. of that because it goes along with what you're, you're talking about there of God's wrath is right. that there is going to be a day of judgment. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I love that verse eight. He will pour out his anger and wrath on those who live for themselves, who refuse to obey the truth and instead live lives of wickedness. Exactly. And that's that's exactly what we're seeing. Well, the thing about um, God's wrath is, it, to put this into perspective, is God's wrath is your choice. Right, exactly. You're the one that chooses it. This is all on you. You, you decide uh, right now the life that you choose to live. And, and we were talking about this before we went on just briefly. Um People don't like to confess their sins. People don't like to admit they're wrong. People don't right. like to say that this is wrong. Yeah, this so like you have the LGBTQ or... or you have somebody who's gay or somebody who's a man that thinks they're a woman or a woman who thinks they're a man. And they actually believe they're 100% right. You cannot change their mind. That's like um, some Christians. You're right. They they think that they're, it's it's got to be done this way or it's got to be done that way or it's, you know, um, you cannot change their mind on on, on things that need to be changed on. They right. don't think they're wrong. So when they gossip or they give themselves a free pass on their criticism mm-hmm. or they give themselves a free pass because they wear a chip on their shoulder. No, 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 no. You, you you're going to be judged too. Just, just, you're, just because you don't think it doesn't make it not reality. Right, right. So you need to get on with the game. And that's why you always have to be so intentional. I always wonder, did you ever have a relationship to God? Right. Or when did it stop to where you stopped your evaluation of your Yourself with God. Do you, every single day, every mm-hmm. day, I have to evaluate my relationship to God. Mm-hmm. I have to be intentional about where I'm at, and it's not good sometimes. Right? I'll be honest. Right? About four days out of the week, it's pretty good, mm-hmm. but the other three, it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, it's not good. But you know what could happen if I landed on the one of the days with it's a struggle and just thought, you know, I don't feel like doing this. Right. And it goes into another day. Mm -hmm. And then it goes into another day. And then you go into pretty soon you're you're six, seven days down the road, and guess what? Now you're living to your own. Yes. You're living to your own desires, your own whims, your own thoughts, your own motives. Everything is all on you and God has nothing to do with you. Exactly. You may go to church still and you may even post scripture because oh, it's the right thing to do. But is God really in control of you? Because Honestly, if God is in control of you, and, and I don't know if you're listening or not, but if you send an unsigned note to somebody, God is not in control of you. I don't care what, you, what you think you're doing right. or how right you think you are. Yep. There's no way God is in control of you. Yeah. None. Exactly. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm just sorry about that whole episode for you. Exactly. And, and the truth is, is that we do. We will have to account for what we have done. And, and you know, you mentioned... You know, the LGBTQ, the all the pride stuff and everything else and, you know, transgenders and then everything else in the, you know, it could be something big like that. It could be something small, something unrepentant, you know, small. Um, You read this yesterday, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, for we must all, you know, you probably should have capitalized that and underlined it and bolded it and everything. We must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. And then Matthew twelve thirty six and 37, Jesus says this, I tell you this, you must give an account on Judgment Day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. Ouch. And so often, you know, you were talking about that. It's not even the actions, it's the words mm-hmm. that we speak. Exactly. Or the words you type. Mm-hmm. Or the words you write, yep. um, you know what you do on social media. Some people give themselves 
a free pass on social media oh, exactly. with no responsibility or no accountability. That's that's so yeah, terrible. It's crazy. Now the Bible talks about the choices that we make, and mm-hmm. I talk, I started off this message by saying choices have consequences. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if you go on vacation, awesome, going for two weeks. But if you called me this morning and said, "Hey, you know what? Everything's going so great down here. Um, can I you th- go ahead and get I Jocelyn Scott it. to lead until the fair service? I'll be back maybe by then." Well. You can do that if you want. Right. That would be awesome for you. But you also know that I could call you that this afternoon and be like, bro, what are you doing? You can't do that today. I mean, right. you didn't schedule this. And yeah, but you know, we're having such a good time. I knew you'd understand. Click, you hang up on me. Well, you can do it anyway if you want. I mean, nobody can control you, but your choices have consequences. So be like, bro, you no longer work here. Right. You know, yeah. you'd be like, okay, well, now what? Yeah. Now I got to figure something out because <laughs> exactly money ain't going into my bank account. <laughs> exactly. So choices do have consequences. So the Bible talks about the choices that we we make and the choices that man has made. And you can look at choices all through Scripture that people have made. And I brought up. Adam and Eve. Yes. And, um, talked about that. And, but God gave them one thing, you know, in Genesis 2.17, if you eat of its fruit, you are sure to die. And he's talking about the, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Yes. Now, I, my thing yesterday was if God told you that, don't you think that's a pretty simple, don't do this or you're going to die? Just don't. But it happened. So, um, Eve started talking to the serpent. The mm-hmm. snake in the garden. Yesterday I said, um, if you're in your garden and a snake starts talking to you, you should go the other way. Exactly. Just run, get out of there. But, um, so they ate, they fell, they fell and they violated God's law. And so God came to them and asked why they did it. And so it said, Adam blamed the woman, woman blamed the snake. And so Adam's cursed, Eve's cursed, the snake's mm-hmm. cursed, the ground's cursed. And, um, so that's why we are where we are. Sin has yes. caused, um, all this. So our choices have consequences, and I believe when I read the Bible, our disobedience d- d- demands God's judgment. Mm-hmm. And so when you watch the culture and you see all the things that are taking place, the things we just you know just mentioned with how skewered everything is, um, you need to remember that people are not getting away with this. God's writing everything down. He knows exactly what's taking place, and there is a judgment day um, that's right. coming. And um, the the thing that we have to always remember is that. Always to go back to God. Always go back to the cross. Always go back to yes. where to where we need to be. Stop doing it on our own. So many Christians try to live their Christian life separated from the spiritual mm-hmm. aspect of it. They almost get freaked out when you talk about spiritual things, the Holy Spirit speaking to you, the holy power of the Holy Spirit. You can see the uncomfortability in their face mm-hmm. when you start talking about, do you believe in that? I yeah, believe in that. Absolutely. I believe in the power of God's Holy Spirit. I believe God's Holy Spirit can change you on a dime and take control of you. And yeah. so... I've always said if the Christian population could live three days 100% under the spirit of the living God controlling them, they'd never want to go back to the way they had it. Right. But they just can't help it. They We love control. It's the same mm-hmm. thing. It's like you, you want control. It's like Adam and Eve. They exactly. wanted control. They wanted to say, nobody tells me what to do. So, yes, God says this, but, yes, he will forgive me because that's his job. No, that's not the way that's not the way that it works. So right. I asked a question yesterday that I think is a viable question. Do you believe in hell? Do you believe in hell? Mm-hmm. And um, because I think most Christians say, yeah, yeah, I believe in hell. But you don't live like you believe in hell. You just continue to do what, what you, you want to do. Uh, I've had Christian people tell me 
that it's hard for them to believe in hell because they feel like that God wouldn't do such a thing. They're like, well, God wouldn't really send my kids there, you know, even though, you know, even though they've come out and even though they've done this, I don't think God would send them there because they're such good people and they, they help so many people out. I've had people tell me that hell's for like Ted Bundy and Charles Manson and Hitler, bad, Hitler, yeah. bad people. Yeah. But guess what? A lot of good people are going to be in hell. Mm-hmm. A lot of good people are going to be to hell. And, and here's the thing. Uh, when people start doing this, your vote doesn't matter. It's kind of like what Jesus do you follow? What God are you right. following now? Because your vote doesn't matter in this decision because God has already deemed this sinful and he's right. already said, this is what's going to happen if you live in this lifestyle. And believe me, what you believe has no bearing on the reality of hell. Right. Right. It is what it is. So I, I, it's a really tough place to, as a Christian, to wrap your mind around this. Mm-hmm. If you're having, you know what I mean? For me, it's easy. Mm-hmm. But for some Christians, it's really hard for them to wrap their mind around it. And um, it boggles my mind, really. Yeah, mine too. I that yeah, and we were talking about that earlier. Just that idea that, you know, you, you talked about. You know, you think you said the phrase. You know, living in that lifestyle. You know, and and there is a difference because I've I've had Christians who are like, well, you know, but we're all sinners. You know, God loves us all. We're all sinners. Yeah, we're we're all sinners. But there's there's a difference between someone who acknowledges that, hey, I'm a sin, but I'm I'm not going to live in my sin. Right. I'm not going to participate in that. And while I may you know slip up and and sin, I have to ask God to forgive me. I have to repent. I have to turn from that, and I have to strive not to do that. Right. I have to allow the Holy Spirit that God has given me in my life to fight against the sin right. that Satan's going to try to tangle right. me in. Right. And then there's the flip side where someone's like, well, God loves me anyway, so I'm just going to continue to live in this lifestyle. Right. Well, that's not what God calls us to. Yeah. God calls us to a new life. He calls us to repent. You know, Second Corinthians five seventeen. We've talked about it. Anyone right. who's in Christ is a right. new creation. The right. old is gone. The new has come. You have to re- repent from that. You have to turn away from that and live. And so, you know, that's. I don't understand how Christian they they've. It's almost like they've complicated it too much. Very much. Com- they, they they it it turns my stomach. It it's makes not me as Ill. difficult as they've tried to make it. Right. Right. Well, the thing about it is when you say, well, we're all sinners. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. But you, but your definition of what you just said, you have just dumbed down mercy and grace and what exactly. Jesus did on the cross. So yep. pfft, on you, right. you just dumbed this whole thing completely yep. down. What that, what, what you understand, I guess the going through the Kings, if there's anything that can help you on this would be this is that King Saul said he was sorry, but he wasn't. Right. King Saul was flippant and continued to do what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, whatever. King David was a sinner, and he did some sinful, he, terrible yeah. things, yeah. but he was very repentant. He was convicted. So this is the difference. Living in sin, Yes. and King David made his made no, choices, he, yeah, he and the consequences were brutal Still for had him. the consequences. Yeah. But he was... I love Nathan when he says, you're forgiven. Yes. You're forgiven for this. Yeah. But guess what? Baby's still going to die. Yep. And, um, so I, I really love when I look at the Kings and if there's anything that could teach us anything is that how a repentant heart, it means that yes, you're a sinner, we're all sinners, but you also have to say, you have to confess that with a heart of God. Mm-hmm. If you're just saying, oh, well, yeah, everybody's sinners. I, it's almost like you're trying to rewrite the Bible, trying to placate somebody's lifestyle or your lifestyle, or you're trying to just dumb it down. 
This is why we're in the shape that we are today. Right. This is what happened. I'm sorry, folks, back in the 1960s with the sexual revolution mm-hmm. when you guys let this stuff start to happen. I'm, I, I would take the blame for that, but I was three. So I wasn't, right. I, I'm, I'm not, and you definitely weren't around for like around. another 15 years. So, right. or 20, 20. But, um, you know, I just, I just think it's high time for Christians to look at God's word only. And gauge everything by the word of God. Because here's what we do. We look at the world and we start, we're gauging, we're, we're throwing God's word in it. And we're saying, oh, I don't know if I agree with what that Bible says. Right. So if you look at God's word, which is how I do it, mm-hmm. only, and you gauge everything else by it, then it's not that difficult. No, I mean, we're all going to struggle with stuff. Absolutely. I mean, uh, but... It doesn't give me a free pass to correct. Do and that's really... that's where the rubber meets the road. There is so often because sermon series that where the rubber meets yeah. the road. Yeah, I think we've done that. How about Greg Laurie's quote? That was good. He said, um, "The purpose of the wrath of God is to demonstrate His hatred towards sin." Don't forget this: God hates sin, and He will judge every sinner who rejects Him. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. Yes, it is. Pretty. Uh, Pretty slant, pretty plain on that. So, um, but yeah, we went through uh, several scriptures, which I thought was, um, you know, really good about, you know, God's wrath and in and what that was. But um, I uh, Revelation twenty one eight says, cowards, unbelievers, and corrupt murderers, the immoral, those who practice witchcraft, idol worshippers, and liars, their fate will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. That's pretty well laid yep. out. Yep. Every every rapist, every gossip, every thief, every liar, every murder, every abortionist, they're all have to answer to God mm-hmm. if, if they don't repent of their sin. Right. Um, how about um, uh, Philippians 2, verses 10 and 11? This is, this is tagged on to the end of that passage that's on my arm. And here's yeah. the thing. Even those people may not repent of their sin and they're going to die. They're still going to bow before God. Exactly. Still. Yes. So. At the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Since we are... Oh, no, sorry. That was different. I was reading on to the next one. But yes, no, you're fine. That's you're fine. Philippians 2, 10 and 11. 10 and 11, yeah. And that's everybody. Everybody's going to bow. Everybody's going to bow yep. before God. I mean, that's you. They're, they're going to worship him. Every exactly. tongue will it's confess Trump, that he is Lord. Joe Biden, that's yep. Hillary Clinton, that's Hitler, that's Stalin, all everybody. They're going to bow before God. They're going to worship him, and they're going to sing his praises. You're going to either do it now when you can, or you're going to do it when it's too late. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I prefer now. Do it right now. Yes. Um, I did say the one of the reasons why for God's wrath is for believers to fear the Lord. Yeah. And I believe this is a big thing. Is and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't really see a lot of fear of the Lord. Right. From people, even right. Christians. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't. Um, Hebrews 12, 28 um, and 29 says, Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with holy fear and awe. Mm-hmm. For our God is a devouring fire. Some translations say a consuming, consuming fire. fire. Yeah. And, and I think that sometimes it's like with your quote, well, you know, we all said God's just a great old guy sitting God, up and having his rocking right. chair, smoking a cigar, eating Tootsie Rolls and having a drink. And, you know, he's sitting on the front porch just loving all of his kids yep. and nobody and nobody's going to go to hell. He's, he's like my grandpa. You know? Yeah. He's like, you know, mom and dad get on me for that, but go to grandma and grandpa's house and yeah, I can get exactly. away with it. Yeah. Well, that's the way it works at grandma and That grandpa's is the house, way it yeah. works. But, but I think that's that is that image that people have. And it's like. 
No, we have to have fear. You talked about it yesterday. We've talked about it before. You know, when you were growing up, when I was growing up, I feared my dad. Right. I feared the consequences of my actions right. if I went against what he, what right. I knew was within the realms of what right. he wanted me right. to do. Right. And if I stepped out of that, guess what? There was going to be consequences to right pay. back here on my back end, my right. back end, my backside. And so, um, but that's what, you know, it doesn't mean that we have to live, you know, walk on eggshells and, and be super Mm-mm. afraid of God. But we, I love that, you know, with holy fear and all. Exactly. We have to, it, it's about respecting and honoring God and having the fear of, man, if, if I step out of line, if I go against exactly. his will, and it goes back to what we've talked about, you know, God's rules are in place because he loves us and he does want to protect us. Exactly. It's not, again, it's not exactly. rocket science. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not rocket science, but we make it so, so difficult. Right. In Psalm chapter 9, um, verse 16 and 17, it says, The Lord is known for his justice. I love that. Uh, the wicked are trapped by their own deeds. The wicked will go down to the grave, and this is the fate of all nations who ignore God. And mm-hmm. I, I lump the United States of America into that because we've ignored God on everything. We, yep. We've totally thumbed our nose at God. Yep. And we've kicked God out of almost everything. Exactly. And, and I really believe our country is reaping what we've sown. I think we're seeing the wrath of God. I, I think we're seeing it poured out upon us right now um, like we've never seen before. In Deuteronomy 28, 15 through 17, it says, if you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and do not obey his commands and his decrees, I am giving you today, all these curses will come and overwhelm you. Your towns and your fields will be cursed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be cursed. Now, verse 17 is very, very important because this is really referring to kind of the economy, kind of your how you yes. buy and how yes. you sell. This yes. is what they're talking about. And so this is what this refers to. And I think I said yesterday that you know, we virtually buy the same thing at the store. Right, right. So I go to the store and I'll buy something at Kroger two years ago. It cost me like 71 bucks. Mm-hmm. The same bag of groceries. And I'm telling you, no lie, a couple days ago, last Thursday or Friday, $147. Yep. It's doubled, more than doubled. Our economy is crazy. Gas is crazy. Um, like think about going to Tim Hortons. I would buy a coffee yep. with a shot of espresso. In 2020, guess what that cost me? 229. Yes. Guess what it cost me the other day? 453. 489. That's close. 489. Yep. It's doubled. 489 for a cup of coffee. It's crazy. It's, 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 it's out of control. How about Thomas Sowell? You like Thomas Sowell? He's brilliant. That was, this is a good quote. He's brilliant. He said, we are racing as a nation towards bankruptcy that will put our children and grandchildren into economic collapse. He is 100% correct. Uh, no, and, and this is true. No other nation in the history of the world that has had America's debt ratio has ever yep. escaped e- economics collapse. They, they yep. haven't. Yep. And uh, I think I said yesterday, check it out. You know, check it out. And if you find out, let me know because I, I don't believe you'll, you'll, you'll find that. Right. Um, I think another way that you see a nation is under the wrath of God is uh, incurable plagues. Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy 28, verses 21 and 22, the Lord will affect you with diseases until none of you are left in your land that you are are about to enter and to occupy. The Lord will strike you with wasting diseases, fever, and inflammation. Mm -hmm. The King James says pestilence. I love that word. Right. Clint kept texting me, use that word four times in the second service. You did. You did. I heard it. Pestilence. I was counting, too. Pestilence. (laughs) 
And I, and, and, you know, you think about all the things, like think about the AIDS ep- epidemic in, yeah. in the eighties. Yep. Yep. I mean, that, that's just out of control. That was brought about by sin. That's brought about a lifestyle yes. that's totally should not be here today. Right. And this is what happens. You, you, you start killing your babies. You start, you start dealing in homosexuality. You start dealing in sexual sins. There's yep. a pay for all that. God's mm-hmm. trying to save us from all that. And, and I think I said yesterday, you know, that's what COVID-19 was. Mm-hmm. And, um, what? <laughs> Nothing. I was just your your comment. I Allie and I busted up laughing out what? loud when you were talking about it, and you were talking about how you know you have your um, perception on what COVID nineteen was, right? And you said you everyone you can agree with me if you want to, and that's fine. You can be wrong, <laughs> right? And we lost it. But anyways, go ahead. <laughs> but I, but I do believe that COVID nineteen was. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not denying it. But I'm saying that I'm going to be truthful. I mean, I think it was um, lab generated, and I mm-hmm. think it was bad. I think they pulled it off. I think the first round of vaccinations were deadly. And I think they shed. I think there was a bunch of stuff that took place in that. Mm-hmm. And um, but I think COVID nineteen was a practice run. Mm-hmm. Not just for the government, but for the entire world. I think for the for the world system, we, folks. We know that there's going to be a one world government. We know that because the Bible actually points that right, way. Right. We know it's all going to go that way. So it's it's a practice run. This, I mean, it is getting set up. And so people get mad at me for saying that stuff. But are you mad at the Bible because that's what it says too? Right. I mean, I don't know if COVID is the is the starting point, but they sure used it. Am I right? They used it for their advantage. Yeah. I mean, that totally freaked everybody out. In fact, I was at um, Walmart yesterday in the afternoon, and um, there were three people with masks on. I wanted to say, what are you doing? It's like right. 85 degrees out. I mean, yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing? America's got a sin problem. You've already said that. Mm-hmm. You said that earlier. And uh, we take pride in our sins. Yeah. We take pride in our in how we just kind of turn our back um, on God. Um, I kind of started winding down yesterday, and I said, well, let me give you a snapshot of what things are going to be like from now into, um, you know, eternity. And and I said, the next great big event that's going to happen is going to be the rapture of the yep. church. And, um, and I do, I promise you that everything the Bible said must happen has happened so far. I mean, we're going to talk about that in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. of what has already happened. Israel being reborn as a nation in 1948 and Jerusalem being uh, reunited to Israel in 1967 because, I mean, you got to think about that. Mm -hmm. Jerusalem was not under the Israeli control since 70 AD. We're talking century after, what is that, almost 2,000 years, Mm -hmm. 2,400 years, that even though there were Jews living there, it was not under control by God's people. Finally became under control in 1967. And so, I, I, you know, we're getting so close that you can smell it. But in Revelation 6, 9, here's what it says. When he opened up the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony for which they held. Mm. And so I asked the question yesterday, what does bury under this altar mean? And this is what it means. Let's just pretend that the rapture of the church has taken place. Let's just pretend that you got raptured and I didn't. I think it'd be the other way around. But. Probably, probably will be. <laughs> Hopefully, we both get raptured. Exactly. But. Let's pretend that you got raptured, okay, and I'm left behind. Yep. That's not going to be a good moment for me. I'm going to be freaking out. Um, but let's just pretend that happened. So that means my whole life I went to church. Events, Something went wrong. I, the I don't know. To follow there are not going to be pretty. Yeah, because I, my relationship to God must have been smoke and mirrors. Doesn't mean I don't believe in God, but there's something that happened that has left me behind, and I'm left behind on this. So when that happens. There's only going to be two choices that I got mm-hmm. to make. 
The first choice is I'm going to take the mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the chip. Whatever the, well, I don't know what it's going to be, yep. but I'm going to take the mark of the beast, and that's going to allow me to travel, fly, eat, move, get my family together, buy food, self, you know, buy gas, do all mm-hmm. that. I'm going to. It's going to be pretty much just like it is right now. So I'm going to be allowed to do that, or I won't take the chip. Mm-hmm. I won't take it. And I'm going to be ostracized. I'm going to be made fun of. I'm going to be singled out. Um, I could be put in jail. I mm-hmm. could be beaten. Probably what's going to happen is I'm going to be killed. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Bible actually says. You're going to be killed. Uh, you're going to be tortured for your belief in Jesus Christ. And if you die as a witness to Jesus Christ, God's going to take your soul to that altar where the souls are going to be hidden and they're going to be preserved until the second coming of Jesus Christ in Jerusalem. That's a, that's kind of a awesome thought, but I don't want that to right. happen. Right. Because you know it has to happen before that happens. Prior to, yeah. There's symbolism in that. Mm-hmm. And so those who reject Jesus Christ in the last few months of their life, if You get the second chance and you continue to go down that road. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. The last few weeks and months of your life of the tribulation, you read your Bible. I mean, I don't Mm -hmm. think you can even comprehend how bad that's going to be. I mean, I've read it and it's, it's almost like the hairs on my arm mm-hmm. stand up when when I read that. You're going to be covered with sores and boils. The ocean's going to be turned to blood. I know people think, oh, that'll never happen. Well, it's already happened. God yep. already did that. He did. He showed what. And here's the thing about the Bible: everything's connected. Yes. He yep. shows you something, so everything is so connected. Mm-hmm. Why do we so disconnect God's word from everything? Right. I, I don't get it. It's right. so connected to everything. And so the point is this: is that. I really believe that we need to take Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior with a relationship right now, knowing I'm going to go to heaven, than to go through the tribulation and mm-hmm. have to go through all that. Do it right now. Yes. So when when, yeah. you're, when the rapture comes, bang, you're out of here. Right. I mean, that's going to be the greatest day in the history of your life mm-hmm. when that happens. So I think you just have to ask yourself a question. Am I ready to meet Jesus Christ? Right. And I think it's a big question to ask ourselves. Yep. Am I ready to meet Jesus? Now, you you may have a bad day and be like, I don't know if I'm ready to meet Jesus. Right. Only by the grace of God is how he going to accept me. But I think if you're living in sin or if you haven't confessed sin or – here's the thing. You know who you are. Right. You you can try to pretend all right. you want, but deep down inside, you know yep. who you are. I believe that with all mm-hmm. my heart. Even those people who are caught up into cultural and worldly things, mm-hmm. I think they deep know. down inside they really know. Yep. If you could open their up, they know. They know. First mm-hmm. John one nine. That's good. If we confess our sins to Him, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Hallelujah. Yep. Hallelujah. But but that does. It's like I said earlier. That takes us taking that step toward exactly. God. Exactly. We have to confess. We have to acknowledge that. Exactly. Hey. I have screwed up. I, mm-hmm. I am a sinner. Mm-hmm. I have sinned, and so I've I've got to confess those. I have to repent. Have to ask for forgiveness. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it's really. Um, yeah. I know people get uptight when you talk about you know God's wrath and all that, but we have to talk about the wrath of God, and we got to talk about this because that's how you understand the forgiveness of God, and exactly. the grace of God, and the mercy exactly. of God. And the wrath of God is actually the love of God. Because he's trying yes. to move you into a relationship with him yes. that is true, that you'll let him take over your life to do that. So um, so even though you weren't here, you, you did very well. Thanks. Thanks. In the discussion. I, I watched. We watched. I, you I was driving. Just keeping me from road rage while I was driving through really? those storms. 
<laughs> you cut out there a little bit, and I was like, oh, man, the live stream is messing up. And then I realized, oh, I'm in the middle of this tunnel in right? in Virginia. That <laughs> may be the problem. How weird is that? That's yeah. crazy, isn't it? Listen to it while you're in Virginia. Yeah. So Vacation Bible School we've already talked about is here and um you know I, I know you I know he's probably listening but I want to I want to give a humongous thank you to Wyatt Fetter. Mm-hmm. This guy yeah. worked a long time yes, a he month did. or more I, I don't know he has more 6 weeks than I do on the setting in the gymnasium I think he worked VBS. more than even what we saw. Oh 100% yeah. he did. So Wyatt, thank you for all the work you've it done. It looks great. It looks yeah. wonderful. You're you're an awesome bro. You've done you've done such a great job and always done it with a great heart. He's gonna and do our offices next. Is he now? Yeah. Perfect. They're gonna look like castles. Oh you know, awesome. Can I have that big statue? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm just gonna ask you guys just to pray for VBS, pray for the workers, pray for everybody's healthy, pray for everybody's safe, pray that God's word is there, pray that seeds are planted. Just keep praying about um What's taking place? Uh, fourth annual um, school supply giveaway mm-hmm. is coming up, and um, that is going to be. I'm trying to look at where the dates are. Uh, there's a packing party on July the 30th from 12 to 2, and then they're going to give out the backpacks on August the 2nd from 5:30 to 6:30. Yep. And so, and that just if anybody's listening that is going to pick up packets, I know in the past they've done that at the park. It's going to be the pickups are going to be at the church this year. It's going to be, be a drive through through the um, the overhang at the gym. That'll be really good. So you can pray for the kids and their families. You can donate uh, twenty five dollars will provide a backpack full of school supplies to one child. Um, and, uh, you can, like I said, you can come to the backpacking party or you can help hand out those things. Uh, you can sign up at richwood.church forward slash sign up. That's correct. Or you can give to help out at richwood.church forward slash give. Am I right? That is correct. Back to School Bash is going to be on Monday, August the 14th from 530 to 7 at the Richwood Park. Um, this is, I think this has been a pretty good event the last, yeah, it has been. Yep. Done. Yep. Uh, Young at Heart's going to be helping out with the event this year and, um, um, everything, the event is for free and they're going to close out tonight with prayer for our parents and their students for the 23, 24 school year. Um, if you have any questions, you can contact Glenn or Lisa Smith or Sue Ellen Ackerman. And then we've already mentioned the fair service at the Richwood Fairground. Looking forward to that. September 3rd. Is September that going to be 10 a.m.? 10 a.m. One service. So make sure you no services on Civi Road. No services right here. If you on show the up, campus at RCC, you'll be alone. Exactly, and then uh, just again, uh, we've had several baptisms over the last mm-hmm. several months, and got one this Sunday. Mm-hmm. I know several people are still thinking about that. And, and if you've been thinking about baptism and you haven't really processed, you, you need help processing it, or maybe you got a couple questions. Um, maybe we want to help you guys do that. And if you know somebody who wants to make that decision or who hasn't made it but right has been kind of put putting it off. Um, they need some help. Um, have them give us a call or get in contact with us, and we'd love to talk to you about it. And we'll set you up with somebody to talk to. Brandon, more than happy to take you guys out to a big lunch and coffee and talk to you about it. Right? Sounds good to me. I'll talk to you about baptism if you take Let's me go. out to lunch. I love talking about baptism. You probably need it. <laughs> you have. <laughs> I should probably be rebaptized. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Let's do it. Where are we going to lunch? <laughs> I don't know where you want to go. I don't care. Longhorn. Yes. Do you know where is a good place to get something to eat and it's good and it's cheap? GNR. 
Costco hot dogs. Costco hot dogs are the, their pizza's good too. Have you had the pizza? No, I haven't. But the hot dogs are good. I've their had the hot, hot dogs. dogs. Their hot good. dogs are very good. Kennedy likes their hot dogs. And they're only like a buck fifty or something, right? They're super cheap. Yeah. It's a, it's amazing how date night has changed for us. Right? Like, hey, let's go to Costco. Let's go to Costco and spend five hundred dollars exactly. and we'll eat for three. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Our, our kid, my, Jordan is always always asking for ice cream. Every time we go to Marysville, can we get ice cream? Can we get ice cream? Whenever we go to Costco, they're like, can we get ice cream? Yes. Like it's yeah, cheap and and you exactly. get a ton of it. Have you had their rotisserie chickens? <sighs> I'm gonna. They're say in the back no. there. No, I have not. Four ninety nine. They smell divine when I'm back. Four dollars and ninety nine cents. They're for good. One of those things. So good. Meaty. Very good. Meaty. Tender. Juicy. juicy. Yesterday they were all out. We we stopped in on our way back through. Did you? Well, I promised my mom and dad I'd make them some bacon, so I stopped to get a pork belly so I could get their bacon started the seasoning. Um, curing, not seasoning. But anyway, so I'm like, well, let's get a, you know, a chicken for dinner and we'll just kind of eat on that. I ended up having popcorn because they were out of chickens and they were finishing up. They had six minutes. And so we went and got the few things we needed, came back, the time finished and they were checking them with the thermometer. And the guy was like, I'm so sorry, man. He was like, they're going to need another 10 minutes. They just weren't done yet. Yeah. I didn't have time because Jordan wanted to come into youth group. So yeah. we, we didn't get a chicken, didn't but get a chicken, they're good. Yeah, I'll have they're to try those. It. I definitely have to try those. Um, I'm trying to think what I had there that was really, really good. Oh, man, I can't think. Um, but there, there's a lot of good things at Costco. There are. there are. A lot of good things. That chicken makes me hungry thinking about that. We, we can go pick one up right now. Right. They're open. <laughs> they are open. Oh, so, hey, I'm glad you're back, um, and I'm sure we'll everybody will find out here sometime here shortly in the next couple of days when you're going to be heading out on another vacation, and we all look forward to that because we like to live through you and your vacations because they happen so much. Yeah. I look forward to that, too, so let's plan one. <laughs> I mean, if it's for the sake of the people. <laughs> yes, for the sake of the people. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let people live through me. That's fine. <laughs> You know what? Next time you just go, we'll go together. We'll take the podcast equipment and we'll just podcast awesome. from the beach. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to go to Naples in July. So um, it was, it was humid. Yeah. I don't want to do that. So I I'll ran, go to Naples in January. But I ran. Not in July. Yeah. Well, let's go. We'll plan that. I ran uh, on Thursday morning. I got up and I ran four and a half miles. Mm. Whew. It was, I was soaking wet. Dude, I wouldn't want to do anything for four and a half minutes outside at Naples right? in July. Yeah, for sure. It's like living in a plastic bag down there. It was, it was quite wet. toasty. Yeah, it was toasty. Yeah. It was it was wet. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm glad you're back. Glad you had a safe trip. Glad Thank you had you. a great time. Glad you got to get away and get some time. Sometimes you need prolonged days together. Yes. Just to kind of digress because it right. takes a couple of days to it get does. out of the loop. And yep. um, so um, I um, glad you guys had a really good time. Thanks. And we're able to spend time with your family. But mm-hmm. glad you're back. Glad you're uh, back too. to get back to the. It's not quite normal this week, but it will be. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Good to see you. Good, Good see to you be too. back, and we'll get back in the swing of things eventually. Exactly. It'll be Christmas before we know it. Da da da. Yep. So, well, hey everybody, thank you for listening. We hope you have a great rest of your week, and um, hope you tune in next week. We will be here. I won't be on vacation, so Craig. Well, that's going to be a shock. Right. You have a good day. You too. See ya. Bye.